Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. September 14, 2019, the WeWork Rework Edition. First up, EU Commissioner Cecilia Malmstrom says that corruption across the EU is breathtaking. She is the EU Home Affairs Commissioner, and she said the true cost of corruption is probably higher than the 120 billion euros estimated uh, in a recent EU support. Three-quarters of Europeans surveyed for the Commission said that corruption was widespread, and more than half the level said the uh, problem had increased. She said the extent of the problem in Europe is breathtaking, although Sweden is among the countries with the least problems. The cost of the EU is the equivalent to the bloc's annual budget. This was from a survey of all 28 EU member states. Next up, the Department of Justice is considering guidance on inability to pay claims. The department may issue guidance that prosecutors can use when companies claim they are unable to pay a proposed criminal fine or penalty. Uh, companies sometimes say they are unable to pay during the final stages of a government investigation. However, there are really no guidelines for prosecutors to follow when companies make this claim. Now, certainly, there have been instances where companies have made uh, claims of inability to pay under the FCPA. The department has allowed payout plans of some sort or another, but these are all on an ad hoc, one-by-one uh, basis. The department is considering ways it could provide lawyers with better guidance in evaluating inability uh, to pay arguments. This is something that companies have consistently asked for, certainly in the case of Odebrecht, the companies agreed uh, to a criminal fine and penalty of $4. million. However, that was later reduced to $2.6 billion. Separately, Miner also announced that the Department of Justice is using data analytics to boost its, boost its health care and securities fraud enforcement. No real surprise there. Next up, and our title story on WeWork. WeWork is reworking its uh, IPO in an efforts to salvage uh, the IPO. Uh, the shares have uh, not been or, or proposed to uh, not be anything close that WeWork wanted uh, when it initially announced its IPO. <coughs> it said uh, originally they wanted a $46 billion valuation. That dropped to a $25 billion valuation. Now it's uh, below 20. Uh, WeWork is claiming that it will rework the governance provisions which had troubled many of investors. The government's governance provisions allowed the uh, founder to have a 20 to 1 voting ratio, clearly inappropriate, also allowed his wife to guide the selection should he uh, lose that position. So WeWork is reworking its uh, proposed IPO. It's going to be interesting to see if it comes close to uh, anything that it originally sought or even told investors within the past three to six months that it would get it. And finally, a story that is not really compliance, but I have to say uh, in the realm of health and safety, it's something we don't see often, but it's a good reminder that basic health and safety is critical, and that is New York Jets quarterback Sam Darnold is out indefinitely as he's been diagnosed with mononucleosis. 
Uh, while many of us recall this as the kissing disease from uh, growing up, it actually can have quite severe consequences and can lead to uh, fatalities if it's not treated properly. Certainly for a hyper-athlete such as a uh, NFL player, uh, having this kind of untreated condition can lead to serious health consequences. Also, it can lead to health consequences of your co-workers as it is highly communicable. So not only be safe out there, but be cognizant of uh, basic hygiene going forward today. Thank you. Mike Volkoff and I are back for another episode of Why a Duck, where we take a deep dive into the antitrust division, new corporate compliance program. Check it out.